Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Anything else that people need to know before we head to Los Angeles? Looking sharp, looking very sharp. Um, no, it's an exciting week. I mean, we got all these guests lined up to come down and and be with us live. It's going to be a, a phenomenal time in LA. So looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you on the uh, the West Coast. With the Rod Peterson Show. That is the scene, everybody. Sunny Los Angeles, California, the home of Super Bowl. 56, where if you can believe the Super Bowl week has not even officially started yet. We got another hour to talk about it. It's hour two, brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer. We are broadcasting live from the Westin LAX Los Angeles International Airport. Our week-long coverage presented by PCL Limited, who just happened to be the uh, designers, well, not the designers, the uh, builders of SoFi Stadium, where Super Bowl 56 is going to be played this Sunday between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams. Last hour, we had Jeff Reinbold with us, Montreal Alouette Special Teams Coordinator, and that tricky devil would not give us his Super Bowl prediction <laughs> until Friday at the earliest. And I should have remembered Moose, and we got the Moose with us, Darren Moose DuPont, the president CEO of DuPont Media, owner of the Rod Peterson Show, and frankly, the guy that's responsible for all of this. I should have known Moose. We've had Reinbold on enough that I just forgot. He does not give his Super Bowl prediction until the weekend. Yeah. Smart. Yeah, you know, he waits, right, till Friday. So, uh, you know what? That means we might have to get him on again and nail him down then. But I wonder who he's going to go with. I really do. <laughs> Uh, we'll do that throughout the week from all of our celebrity guests as they roll through. And we've got commitments from Warren Moon, Jared Stoll, Dan Mariardi, Sage Alvarez is coming by, Clark, just so you know. Barry Long from the Coachella Live uh, TV program here. Uh, we're working on Alex Singleton of the Eagles, Cam Judge of the Calgary Stampeders. We'll get all of their picks, just like we did last year, remember? That's right. And 80% of people were wrong. 
Chiefs and Bucks last yeah. year, if you recall. Oh, yeah. uh, we, you and I were right. That's right. We're Tom guys. We, we're, we're Tom Ride guys. Which reminds me, we were, I was with some Patriots fans yesterday. They're friends of ours, Patriots fans, and they're down on Tom Brady. It was, it was quite an interesting conversation yesterday. They're Patriots fans. Yeah. It was tough to hear. Uh, but I get it. And, I mean, NFL is just so big. Everybody's got an opinion on it. By the way... I've loved ex- what's been going on here on the program today because we've been weaving back and forth between the Super Bowl talk, some hockey talk, some Olympics talk, because all of that is going on. And we ended the hour talking about Connor Bedard's goal for the Pats yesterday. One of the greatest goals you're ever going to see. Bingo! Just, he split the defense with a nifty little toe drag around. The defenseman to his right and then went between his legs to go top shelf on the goalie for Calgary. And... The only reason I'm going to bring this up here, my, my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says, Bedard is beyond amazing. Yes, somebody said he should be playing in the Olympics. And I'm saying, stop. St- no, stop it. This is, like I said, he should play at the World Juniors as a 15-year-old last year. That's a teenager's tournament. And Connor's better than all the teenagers in Canada. But that's a teenager's tournament. Olympic men's hockey is a man's tournament. Connor's not a man. He's got 16-year-old strength. Maybe a little above average for a 16-year-old Darren. He should not be playing in the Olympics. Maybe that would be a good poll question today. Should Connor Bedard be playing for the Olympics? Team Canada, the answer would be no. And I'm his biggest Fan, not named Bedard. Where are you on that? Owen Power is going to the Olympics, so I understand the comparison. Not the same. If 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 Connor Bedard, you know, is the best on the World Juniors, and another teammate's going, then well, surely he should go. Well, Owen Power is a man. He's been drafted in the National Hockey League. He's been, you see the size of him? He's a huge, huge guy. He's been playing at the U.S. collegiate level, NCAA, against men who are in their twenties, right? Which is what you'll see at the Olympics, twenties and thirties. So yeah, you're right. Connor's not there yet. He still has to grow and develop and continue to do all those things. It's, uh, it's not that the skill level doesn't match. It's just the physicality. Back to where we were. That's our take on Bedard. We agree on this. Just, if you think he should play in the Olympics, I'm sorry to say you don't understand what you're talking about. And you just need to leave it to us. And that's why they're watching. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I bet Rod could use his connections to get tickets. And I'll bring that up in a second. Wayne and Victoria says, uh, that's why the NFL can pay their players $1 million a year. Really, Wayne? Dak Prescott made $40 million this year. A million a year? If these guys were making a million a year, they'd cry. You're a rookie on the practice roster. The minimum is basically a million dollars. You don't. Wayne, you got to come down here with us and hang out for a while. And interestingly enough, with Ryan Bold, I know that you weren't uh, listening to the interview, but he just said, Rod, you are getting overwhelmed. It's only Monday. He's like, wait until, because he's been to so many Super Bowls before. Wait until the week goes along. It gets more intense. I can't imagine. No. Like, I'm getting a little overwhelmed. I know. On the business. And there's nothing going on yet. I know. On the business side of things, you know, I saw a projection from the NHL. They're down a little bit. But they're still projecting as a league to earn more than five 
billion dollars this year. So when you start thinking about salaries and how they pay for this and travel and putting on events and doing all the things, you start figuring out you got a lot of money to allocate. The NFL is infinitely more than that. You know, so it, the money is there and it's not just about ticket sales, it's about everything. And you see it here. You know, you just go around LA and, and there was a there was a thought when the Super Bowl and you've you know been around these other cities, when it goes to smaller big cities in the States, it takes over the city. When it goes to New York, the city kind of takes over Super Bowl. It's just another day. This is the yeah. biggest city, landmass, and population in America. It is not. It is Super Bowl everywhere. I thought the city would kind of swallow it up and you wouldn't really know that it was Super Bowl. There is marketing and billboards and signage everywhere. They've done a really good job. Yeah, what do you think that would cost? I know. You're the money guy. A lot. Uh, Jeff. The Stamps fan says Doug Flutie was making a million dollars in the CFL in 1993. <laughs> He's right. It's way, way, way more, Wayne. Way more. Uh, back to the Bedard thing. Jennifer from the Four Seasons says Bedard is a boy. He's still going through puberty. As great as he is, I agree. He's not a man yet. He would get hurt out there. I don't know if I would necessarily go that far. Like, you got to watch. Well, Jennifer's a Pat season ticket holder. She's seen him live. You got to see him live. He's pretty shifty. But it's just he gets caught on the wrong <laughs> angle at the wrong time. His and he could get very hurt. They would turn to dust. I, I seen him. Were you at the game with the Pats when the Brandon defenseman cut across? In the yes. My heart was in my throat. And again, this was junior hockey. Yeah. If it was at the Olympics, yeah, he could get hurt. You're right, Jennifer. Uh, interestingly, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, Rocket Ishmael made more money than anyone in the NFL in 1991. So, yeah, a million chump change, man. They're wearing that on a chain around their neck. Where's the bell? In the I thought it might have been under the table here, but it's not. No, you want to okay. ring it? Mm. Kind of. There's been a few times I've wanted to ring it here. Um, John Ohm says, who was the youngest player to play in men's Olympic hockey? 18. Serena, can you look that up? Youngest player. I, I read this. It was, uh, oh, oh, no. It was in the 80s and it was Americans. Okay. They weren't 16. I believe they were 18. I was going to say the other country. Brian Lawton. Ooh. Very good. I believe was one. There was two of them. They played together. The other countries I could see it. Canada, I couldn't. I mean, maybe Crosby played at a young age. I don't know. The thing is, is the Olympics has to line up to when these superstars are 16, 17, right? Sometimes it happened earlier. So we're waiting. I think she's got it. A female. Alina Mueller, 15-year-old. Whoa. She didn't get hurt. They don't have hitting. Well, but I can see those countries, even China, Italy, you know, when they don't, when they don't really um, get into the Olympics all that often and their depth isn't super deep, they might have to go to a 15-year-old or a 16-year-old who's really good. <laughs> Wayne and Victoria took it like a champ. He says, I guess I'll never live that quote down, LOL. <laughs> We're just joshing you, sort of. I never fully finished what I was saying uh, on the Pro Bowl 
from Darius Leonard's rambling pick six on the opening drive to Mac Jones' blissfully enthusiastic gritty dance at the two-minute warning, the Pro Bowl's Vegas debut was a messy, chaotic show. And Justin Herbert, Max Crosby, and the AFC stars all won big. Herbert hit Mark Andrews with two touchdown passes, leading the AFC to a 41-35 victory over the NFC on Sunday in the return of the Pro Bowl. Mac Jones passed for 112 yards and threw a touchdown pass, and the New England rookie also did a memorable rendition of the gritty in the first Las Vegas edition of the NFL's annual All-Star Game, back from a one-year hiatus caused by the coronavirus pandemic. By the way, it is 10-11 here, Moose, so that would make it 11-11 Mountain. That's right, in Calgary. And Eastern, 1-11 Eastern. Your dreams are coming true. I love the harp you guys have added into that. I love oh, that we're, we're constantly taking steps forward in what we do. Justin Herbert won the offensive MVP of the Pro Bowl. Max Crosby of the hometown Raiders won the defensive MVP with two sacks, three batted passes, and three tackles for a loss and a pleasingly sloppy game. Pleasing for who? Like I say, I watched one play on the highlights on KTLA, and I'm like, I'm glad I didn't spend any time whatsoever watching this. Yeah. By the way, our coverage from Los Angeles this week presented by PCL Construction. We'll tell you more about them in a moment. I have to get in the curling co uh, comment because it is daytime sports talk. It's a Canadian show. Last I heard, Kerry Anderson's Team Canada rink has won the Scotties. Anderson defeated Northern Ontario's Krista McCarville 9-6 to win her third consecutive Scotties. Anderson will represent Canada at the 2022 Women's Curling Championship in Prince George, B.C. next month. I'm trying to remember how many of her Scotties had fans in front of them. One? I know. The right. first one. Yeah. A couple things. I never send any photos to the guys. My bad for the Great Western Brewing Company weekend photo album, but I have a feeling we'll have enough photos. Maybe we could run it tomorrow. Does that sound like something you might be interested in? Yeah, I'm into that. We'll do it tomorrow. Um, Manscaped. There's nothing like the NFL playoffs. Move over, Bills Mafia. It's time for Balls Mafia. With our sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. They are here to remind you that the recipe for success in the playoffs is to protect your franchise quarter balls. The road to the Super Bowl is never easy, but the road to your Super Bowls is just a few clicks away. Take the Lambo leap and join the four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com and use promo code RP20 for 20% off plus free shipping. Can we get the camera on this guy? Just so you know, I didn't read that commercial before. I was, that was the first time I ever saw it. <laughs> Me too. It sent to you. I hadn't seen it before, and I kind of told everybody, hey, we got to remember this sponsor and that sponsor, and we got all these obligations from the business How side. How about that? Protect your franchise quarter balls and the super balls. Oh, my God. Oh, Take the Lambo leap. Rod. Wasn't me. That's pretty good, though. Uh, one more uh, on PCL construction, because quite frankly, because of them, we're here. 
the flexibility to mobilize the right people to deliver unique construction solutions and unwavering focus on delivering value to your business bottom line and the capability to leverage innovation to meet emerging challenges to keep you at the fore. This is PCL. So I tell you what, that's why Jeff Reinbold's a coach. He had a wonderful breakdown of the game. I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to tell you that the Rams are going to motorboat the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. The Bet Regal line as we open the week remains four points for the Rams. He talked about it's an all-star team over there against a team that, quite frankly, is just happy to be here. And I know you've got some thoughts on that. Let me just say this. People are asking about using our connections to go to the game and get tickets. That may happen. That may not happen. I bought a one-way ticket here one way i do it all the time that's not new yeah. and i'm just gonna float on the crowd like i say like mosh pit surfing we'll see yeah. how it goes already going to one party may go to two if we ended up at the game great if we don't we don't we're here for the week we'll see how it will go but as producer clark said in the morning meeting he's like you guys need to get out of the hotel and go meet people go meet people so in 45 minutes we will over to you on the game and the tickets and everything else. Yeah, tickets, I mean, if that happens, it happens. We don't sit here pulling on strings, begging people for tickets. But it's uh, the game will be interesting because that's been the same story for Cincinnati all playoffs. Titans should have motorboated them, right? Um, and then they should have lost to Kansas City. I mean, they were down 21-3 to right away to Kansas City. First three possessions were all touchdowns. But they just find a way to steady the ship now. Will it catch up with them? I don't know. I think L.A. will probably get out to an early lead. Um, will they sit on it? I mean, they sat on it against Tampa, and then Tampa came all the way back before Matt Stafford finished them off. So the game, to me, probably goes the same way. But, you know, I want to say that the Rams will probably win, but I just don't know. Bet Regal, because the uh, promotion has been so popular, if you sign up this week at betregal.ca and use the promo code RP22, you'll now get $56, 56 welcome dollars to bet on Super Bowl 56 this weekend from our friends at Bet Regal. They've upped it from $22, $56 if you sign up this week with the promo code RP22. See what, you, what they did there? Yeah. Uh, I'll get to your comments and more when we come back we're live from los angeles at super bowl weekend it's our first day of coverage you're watching on game plus tv youtube live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed You are looking live at Los Angeles, California, the home of Super Bowl 56. And we're here all week from the Westin LAX Los Angeles International Airport. No, 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 no. We didn't want to be on Radio Row. We covered that earlier. That is a cattle pen. I've broadcast from Radio Rows before, and it's, it's not for us. Hour two of the RP show is brought to you by Great Western's Original 16 Beer. Extra smooth, extra refreshing. Find Original 16 at a store near you today. And we've opened up Taco Time viewer takeover a little early. They're not tater tots. They're Mexi fries. And if you pay attention, there is a difference. 
One more sponsor mentioned because they're what keeps us on the air. And my tough tribe for men, Pomade, has made the road trip, Moose. Did I, you know that? I can tell. It's made the road trip. I've. It works really well when you have a sponsor that you believe in and work with. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Tough Tribe for Men contains aloe vera, botanicals, and antioxidants, traditionally known for their scalp and hair benefits. We're part of the clean beauty industry. Welcome to Clean Beauty for Men, available today at toughtribeformen.com. That's the number for toughtribeformen.com and Amazon Canada. And like I say, your hair does make a difference. From the second I used this pomade, which I didn't even, I didn't know how to say it. What's this? Pomade? No, it's pomade, Rod. Yeah, pomade. <laughs> yeah, I'm using it now, and I will never not use it. And I packed it and brought it to Los Angeles. And if you order it at toughtribeformen.com, it'll last you, I'm telling you, six months to a year. Here at the Weston LAX, the NFL Super Bowl volunteer headquarters is just down this hallway. So I apologize if my eyes get a little distracted. There's a lot of people in and out from where we are. Darren did a great job setting us up here at the top of the escalators. But Moose, there's a lot of people coming and going. Well, I kind of tried to give us a little barricade with the banners and the the marketing materials and all that stuff. But you're right. A lot of people here and a lot of people, you know, their heads are snapping left and right to see what's going on because they hear the voice and they see the lights and they want to know what's happening up here. They've been looking all week at, and I hear the whispers. What is RP show? What is DuPont media? And it's just, that's kind of a cool thing that everybody who walks into the lobby. That's cool. Darren uh, wanted to get this show out in front of people. And I would suggest we've done just that. <laughs> Here in Los Angeles. Uh, to the viewers. Um, Jason and Red Deer dropped in. This was good. Well, for one, hey, Jason and Red Deer. Hey, Rod, what kind of Super Bowl events and festivities are you guys going to be attending? We covered that earlier. Got a beer on time. Chop, chop. 11 a.m. Central. We're not going back. But he had a question here earlier. Here it is. Jason and Red Deer. Why are people on Twitter dissing the riders? Did I miss something in the last day or two? It's daytime sports talk, and our numbers show us it's still Canada's daytime sports talk show, no matter how much time we spend in the United States. So we'll talk about the fact that CFL Free Agency opens tomorrow, Tuesday, at 12 Eastern, I believe, noon Eastern. So why people are dissing the riders on Twitter is Simone Lawrence came out. And listen, I feel like if I, it's like Bo Levi. If I was on the same team as Simone, I think we'd get along real well. But we're not on the same team. But he just rhetorically asked on Twitter, why do players not want to sign in Sask? We covered this in hour one, but because it's such a salacious topic, we're going to cover it again in hour two. And I never did get your take on this. Right. Again, Simone Lawrence, star Hamilton Tiger Cat, saying, why don't players want to play in Sask? And he just got nailed to the wall by Ryder fans with just some cheeky, predictable comments about his headshots and never winning a great cup, blah, 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 blah. But you're not answering his question, which is, why do the players not want to play in Sask? Don't shoot the messenger. Don't bait and switch and change topics. He wants to know a pretty important answer. And I covered it last hour. This has been building. I'm not saying that Saskatchewan's not a preferred place to play, but what I am saying is Winnipeg is. 
Winnipeg's become the preferred place to play. And I can only say this. In a twist of fate, you know, I covered this an hour ago. I will briefly here in 2013, all those stars, that all-star team, they're like the 2021 LA Rams, all-star team. Those guys took less money. It's a 30 for 30 documentary, how they all signed for less money with balloon payments in the years ahead so they could all come together for a common goal to win a great cup at home. And they did it. So you want to talk about, oh, we got a great stadium. We want to play in a new stadium. Those guys didn't clear. That stadium was a dump. They didn't care. They wanted to win a great cup and they took less money. Here we are almost a decade later hosting the great cup in the most beautiful stadium in the league. Guys don't want to take less money to play there. Have the players changed that much? I don't know. There's no loyalty to this organization because there's no loyalty to any organization. That's not a Saskatchewan Rough Riders thing. That's a CFL thing. But do you think Ed Gainey, well, Ed Gainey loves it, but Luchez Pierfoy doesn't really care. William Powell obviously doesn't care. He signed in Ottawa. They don't have it that the 2013 Riders did. They're not willing to take less money. So that's the difference. And the riders are getting eviscerated on Twitter by their own fans in a lot of cases that they don't see an all-star team being assembled. That's what I see. That's the expectation that's been set. Yeah, have I, what's, do you have the same thought or do you have that's, more thoughts? Or? That's the expectation that was set in 2013, that when you host a great cup at home, you're going to assemble an all-star team and, you know, do whatever you can to win. And I've seen fans from Ottawa putting out, look at who we've signed. And it's a, it's a star-studded list or has committed to the Red Blacks. And we haven't seen that from Saskatchewan. All we've seen really is Duke Williams. You know, a couple other players have been re- re-signed, but the narrative is about who's leaving. So, the, of course, the fans are going to be upset. I thought we're supposed to be in a great cup at home, right? Are we going to let Edmonton walk in here and be in the great cup? Winnipeg, Calgary, BC, who's going to walk in, in our stadium and use our locker room, right? Now... The, the one benefit of the doubt that you got to give the riders and Jeremy O'Day is that free agency hasn't opened yet. So we haven't yet seen the master plan. We've, we know it includes Duke Williams, Cody Fajardo's restructured, so that's cool. We don't know what they're going to do at running back. Is Morrow going to be the guy? We don't know what they're going to do on the defensive line with Micah Johnson gone. So I'd wait until you get through the first few days of free agency. But if it's not swing, 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 then... It's going to get real bad when it comes to the, the toxicity on Twitter. Yeah, it hasn't even started yet. Yeah. <laughs> For what it could be. Jeff Kabilis watching in uh, Winnipeg says, I'm damn jealous dupes and probably Rod as well. Get to wear shorts. <laughs> He's dressed Mr. La La LA. La, la, la. I'm... I'm dressed for South Florida. I got Under Armour shorts on right now. That's the difference. Out here, they're more stylish. You're looking at L.A. right there. Thank you. In South Florida, people just wear beach wear every day. It's just that much hotter in South Florida, if you can believe it. But that's why we work, and together we relate to the whole country, yeah. right? Right. The whole continent. Um, back on topic, Northside YEG in Edmonton says, William Powell also gone? Holy man, I did not see that. Unbelievable. Jeff the Stamps fan says, Micah Johnson's gone too. So to answer your question, Jason and Red Deer, they're seeing this exodus of players. And Jason goes on to say, do players not want to take less money because a lot of players have already lost a lot of money the last couple of years of COVID? I don't know. You'd have to ask them, do you want to take less money? I don't want to take less money. If I was going to take less money, it was because I would really want to be part of something that I believed in. That would be the only reason I would take less money. 
John Ryan. He didn't want to take less money. They weren't even offering him a contract. It wasn't about less money. They want to go with a younger, the European punter for $60,000 or whatever. So, <laughs> Greg Sawatsky in Winnipeg. You can wear shorts in Winnipeg if you're tough enough. Mm. Uh, well, this would drive the Ryder fans nuts. Jeff the Stamps fan says, by the way, Ryder Nation, you better have some red paint on hand come November. As it stands right now, Calgary's not the marquee franchise either, brah. And you know it. It's the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And that is a year ago, or an hour ago, sorry, I went into this. Winnipeg became the preferred destination, and nobody was even paying attention. I was telling you that it was happening, and people poo-pooed it or said, ah, it's just sour grapes. No, no, it is what it is. And by the way, so to go a little further on that, if you want to know why guys want to go to a certain place, Guys want to play for Chris Jones, or they did want to play for Chris Jones. Now, those guys, again, it's a 30 for 30 documentary that I would love. I don't know. You want to write it, Darren, or produce it? I'll, I'll be the voiceover. How about that? They took less money, a lot less money, the Dresslers, the Chicks, the Gets Laughs, to make more money in the years ahead, and then the bottom fell out a couple years later. They were terrible. Tamman gets fired. And they bring in Chris Jones. Jones cuts all those guys. And literal, literally, because they're all close friends of mine, they went in and said, wait, are you cutting me? You owe me this amount of money. It says right here. And Chris Jones is like, I didn't sign that deal. You didn't do that deal with me. Up the road. Right? Yeah. And that's why... Some of those guys have not set foot in the stadium since, which nobody notices. But it happened. Now, usher out that era of players and usher in the new era of players. Guys wanted to play for Chris Jones. It's not about the stadium. You're there 10 times a year playing games. Yeah. It's not about the stadium. It's about culture and belief and thinking you can win. Ta-da! I present to you Winnipeg. How about that? Culture, belief. They took it one step further. Yeah. You know, that's all, you know, it's all of that. And we were talking about what it would take for the Riders to become the marquee franchise again and get back that lovable team that we saw in the 2000s when they were winning and, and the brand was exploding and the logo was being printed on everything. Yep. And I don't know if I want to tell the Ryder Nation to cover their ears or close their eyes, but maybe they need to listen. It's going to suck. You got to go through the 90s again. You got to suck for about a decade. Hopefully not. But you have to become that lovable losers. Get back to the core of the people, which is, look, at we're in Saskatchewan. Everybody says, you know, makes fun of Saskatchewan because it's flat and you can watch your dog run away for three miles and you know, we don't have anything but our football team. But guess what? That's what makes Saskatchewan great is how much they love the football team, how hard they work, and they're loyal no matter how bad the team is. And then that group stayed together, and they won together, and it just exploded. Everybody came out of the woodwork all over the continent. They were so proud of that organization, right? We've lost that a little bit.
A lot of the viewers, Adam Ridioff in Hamilton, Jeff the Stamps fan, are suggesting Andrew Harris will land in Saskatchewan. Adam says that would be a spicy news story, but only at a discount. They're not going to sign him for what he probably is worth as a three, was a three-time Grey Cup champion? That's right. No. It doesn't look like Winnipeg wants him back. They've re-signed Brady Oliveira today, and it's some money thing there. But if you're Saskatchewan, what are you bringing Andrew Harris in for, really? Unless he's coming for really cheap. You might as well, I'm sorry to say, put a young American in there and let him go nuts. But is he going to be able to block? This is the tough thing for the riders right now, which I got to... None of this is happening. None of this is surprising the Rough Riders, by the way. There is a plan. I know how Jeremy O'Day operates. I just don't know what the plan is. But to say goodbye to Ed Ganey and Luchez Purify, those guys are studs now. But they come at a price. Are you going to plug in some young rookie Americans in the secondary in the CFL in a championship year that you're hosting? I know. You don't run the ball that much anymore. You're not running the ball 20, 25 times a game, right? So maybe it's a spot where they're not, maybe Jeremy's blind is looking. We're not going to invest as much in our running game. He's got a plan. Oh, yeah. We just have no idea what it is, and for the moment, they're getting roasted because it's not following the 2013 script. To answer the question, Moose, will see you back here for overtime, huh? You bet. Quick sports update. Canada and the USA will renew their women's hockey rivalry at the Beijing Winter Games. Canada defeated Russia 6-1 to remain unbeaten, uh, unbeaten in group play. Both teams played the game with masks under their cages though the Russians removed theirs in the third period. Ottawa Senators host the New Jersey Devils in the second of three meetings tonight between the two teams as the NHL resumes the regular season following All-Star festivities in Las Vegas. The Maple Leafs look to resume their winning ways when they host the Carolina Hurricanes. And the Toronto Raptors continue to be on a nice roll. They visit the Charlotte Hornets, having won six in a row, eight of Toronto's next nine games will be played away from Scotiabank Arena. We're broadcasting live from Los Angeles, the Westin LAX Airport Hotel. Our Los Angeles coverage all week brought to you by PCL Construction, the flexibility to mobilize the right people to deliver unique construction solutions, an unwavering focus on delivering value to your business bottom line, and the capability to leverage innovation to meet emerging challenges and keep you at the fore this is pcl we'll be right back to super bowl 56 after this timeout with pro bowl quarterback gus ferrat from the huddle up with gus podcast you're watching the rp show on game plus television youtube live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Southern California, the place to be. Super Bowl 56, rocking and rolling. Opening night goes tonight. The game, of course, is Sunday. The Los Angeles Rams home to the... Cincinnati Bengals, our exclusive betting partner, betregal.ca, has the Rams listed as four-point favorites. Still, we'll see if that changes this week. You can get 56 welcome dollars with a promo code RP22 at their website, betregal.ca. Sign up today, start betting on the Super Bowl and whatever else your heart desires. With betregal.ca, the promo code is RP22. 
2022. We're very excited to welcome in a guy that's become a good friend of ours, Gus Farratt, man that needs no introduction, 17-year NFL quarterback, pro bowler, and a man who has far-flung relations all over the province of Saskatchewan. How you doing today, Gus? I'm good, Rod. You look like you're in a lot warmer weather than usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Went from South Florida over here to South uh, Southern California. It's 80-plus some degrees here. Wonderful uh, conditions, by the way, Gus. And if we want to jump right into it, the Bengals are coming out here a few days earlier than scheduled to get acclimatized. How do you feel about the preps from what you know of the teams here for Super Bowl 56 and what they're doing? Yeah, I, I don't know. Obviously, it's new to a lot of the Bengals. The Rams have been there before. Um, you know, they probably got good leadership in the locker room. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone at the Bengals have been to the Super Bowl before. I haven't looked that one up. There could be some linemen and other people. But when you're new, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, you want to take it serious. You want to practice hard, but also you want to take in it in the sights because you don't know if you'll ever get back there again. And so uh, it, it's a difficult week, but I think they have a leader in Joe Burrow that will, you know, they can rely on. They understand that he's been in tough situations like that, so I think their prep will be pretty good. And you can't count them out because they beat the one and two AFC teams, and and now they're in the Super Bowl. So if you look at the Rams, I think the Rams have some veterans on that team. They've been there before. Uh, I think the coach has been there before, and they're going to have a good week of prep. But, uh, you know, I don't think that any of that matters when it comes to the Super Bowl because I think both these teams, uh, it's going to be a great game. Uh, but I do think the spread is pretty good. I don't know if it's going to be that high, but uh, I, it's going to be a very exciting game. Well, the more you delve into it, how exciting it is. Um, the Rams, as you say, the pressure on them, all-star team really assembled for this moment against a Bengals team that could you could you be be forgiven for thinking we're just happy to be here Gus do you think that slips into their head this week at all or they lock it down again we got one game left guys like what do you think their approach is no I think their approach is we have this game and and you know we weren't meant to beat the Titans we weren't meant to beat the the Chiefs but we went into both home fields and and did that now I'm sure doing that, uh, they they came into this game saying, you know, this is our game. We're going to come in here and we're going to play really well. It's not, we're just happy to be here. I got to ask you, you know, about the Bengals and, and what you, well, a couple of things. One, what you like about Joe Burrow. And two, I couldn't name more than Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and the big tight end, 89 Uzama or something like they kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> what are the other players on that team that have got him this far? Well, obviously their secondary is playing really, really well. I think that's a big bonus for them. Um, you know, they have a couple end rushers that get up the field and play extremely hard all game. Uh, those guys, those, those, that line, uh, they've done enough to be really to be in the Super Bowl, and, and their secondary is really good. They've had to cover some tremendous players from the Titans and the Chiefs, and, they, and they've gotten the job done. I don't think you're going to see Patrick Mahomes scramble around in the fourth quarter if his guy, Tyreek Hill, and, and their tight end and everybody else is covered. Uh, you know, he usually gets the ball the open guy, so I think their secondary did a really good job. And on offense, you know, they relied on T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, uh, Joe Mixon, the running back. They've done a great job. Uh, of 
distributing the ball, I would say Joe's done a great job of that. And anytime he can get one-on-one with Jamar Chase, that's where he's going with the football. You know, yeah, now that you say those names, and you reside in the AFC North, so you probably paid more attention to them all year than I have. And because you're in Pittsburgh, uh, your thoughts on the career of Ben Roethlisberger, if you don't mind. People are kind of saying, oh, poor Ben, that he had to go out this way. And I'm thinking, pretty charmed career, which he earned. Um, Yeah, what's the story in Pittsburgh on Ben riding off into the sunset? Well, I think everybody kind of expected it, but also everybody's going to tribute, uh, pay tribute to him for all he's done for the city of Pittsburgh and how long he's been here. Uh, if you go back and look at the history of the NFL, there's not many guys that have stayed at the helm of being a quarterback for the same team for their whole career. Ben has done that. He's done an uh, exceptional job of trying to, uh, you know, be a winner. And I think he's done that every year. I don't know if he's ever had a losing record, but, uh, you know, he's put his heart and soul into that team. And so I think the only thing when you can say is, is poor Ben is that Tom Brady retired the same year as he did. (laughs) Yes. Slightly overshadowed. Yeah, exactly. And you know, when you say that, Gus, when I think of you, I think of you as a red skin, but you you had your stints with the lions, the Broncos, the Vikings a couple of times. Rams, Dolphins, would you have liked to have stuck around in in one spot, or did you like the fact that you move around and experienced a lot of different organizations? Well, I think a lot of players would love to stay with one team, uh, but today with free agency and everything, that's kind of almost impossible. We rarely see that happen anymore, but I would have loved it. I mean, that means I'm not moving my family around. We're in the same house. You know, just being that would have been great. But, you know, moving your family all over the country seven or eight times is, is also fun because your family gets to meet a lot of people. You get to meet new teammates. But, uh, you know, there's, there's different ways to look at it. You know, I could tell our kids that, hey, you know, you could, you've met so many people. You have friends from all over the country uh, rather than just growing up in, in this little bubble. And so I, I think it's been good for us, but uh, it would also have been good if we could have stayed in Washington, D.C. my whole career. Just a couple quick ones. Um, the name Commanders. I'm a huge fan of the name Commanders. I do a lot of work with the military in the mental health field. They love it. The military people love the name Commanders. As alum that you are, how do you feel about it? I don't know. I mean, I think we it has to grow in a lot of people. I think that the Commander is a good word. I think that's great. And we have to see how that fits into uh, the football team. Uh, I think that we're going to try and figure out, you know, I've, I've, I've been watching a lot of Mandalorian and they call him Mando and it's like, okay, are they going to call him Mandos now? I don't know. So we're, there's going to be a nickname that comes out of it, but I think they're doing a good job of uh, publicizing it, pushing it, getting it out in the media. And it's just something that's going to be from now on. And, and I hope it works out really well because uh, they're going to have to do a good job of selling it, the, the Redskins or the Washington football team and Dan Snyder. Mm-hmm. Oh, no kidding. And um, do you have a Super Bowl pick, uh, Gus? I'm not going to get fancy with a, a line or anything like that. Do you have a straight-up winner of Super Bowl 56 here on the opening day of the week? Yeah, you know, I think that, you know, what we talked about earlier, and, and you said it, that, uh, you know, the Rams put this team together. It's a really good team. It's made of veterans. They're supposed to win. Um if we're just going straight up pick, I think the Rams are going to edge them out. 
but I think that if you want to do a line, then I think the Burrows will will uh, the the Bengals and Joe Burrow will beat that line. I think it's going to be a very close game, and it'll definitely be less than four point difference. Should be uh, should be a doozy. I just got to ask you how Gunner's doing. I'm just fascinated with the name Gunner, the lineage of that name, and uh, how's your boy Gunner doing? What's he up to these days? Uh, Gunner's doing great. Uh, you know, he graduated from school. He's been trying to find a job. He finished. He went out and said, "Okay, I got to do something." So he went out and got his real estate license. So he's going to be a realtor too, and trying to figure it out. He Uber drives. Wow. But Gunner, the lineage of that name is just something that. We always liked, um, obviously, um, we've met a few Gunners. Sonny Jurgensen's son was named Gunner. Um, there's a couple other people that we know that their sons were named Gunner. And it was something that we didn't want him to be the third Gus, right? I was named after my dad, and uh, Gunner's real first name is Gus. So uh, he's kind of the third, but we changed his middle name, and he likes going by his middle name because um, my mom always used to call me Junior, and I hated it, and everyone else hated it around me. <laughs> well, he's a go-getter, obviously. Hey, guys, I appreciate it. Enjoy the game. I know you'll be watching with your family, and hopefully we can do it again soon. All right, Rod. Enjoy all those parties out in L.A. Thank you, man. I'll try. Do my best. 15-year NFL veteran, Pro Bowl quarterback Gus Farratt joining us from Pittsburgh. We'll be back with overtime in a moment. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. West Coast for a week here on the RP Show. Super Bowl 56 coverage comes your way from the Westin LAX. Los Angeles International Airport as we bring the Moose back into the program here for overtime. Proudly brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC. And let's say Super Bowl 56. Why not? Let's change it up a little bit. I like it. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you ever tried surfing? No. I thought about it. When I barely... I'm shocked you haven't done it before. Never surfed. But they're all out there, and they're out there every morning surfing. Mr. West Coast guy. I know. No, not, not for me. Here in this final segment, it is a Taco Time viewer takeover, and I'll tell you more about Taco Time in a moment. But some messages have come in on the 902 text line. We were discussing the riders losing from vet some veterans here on the cusp of free agency. Uh, is it Three Down Nation reporting that William Powell has signed with the Ottawa Red Blacks? Metal Shingle Guy writes in and says, Powell is getting long in the tooth. Well, he was pretty popular when he played for the Green and White, but now he's gone. It's, we didn't want him. He's old. <laughs> right? I didn't like her anyway. I didn't like her anyways. From Randy in the peg with regards to this past All-Star weekend, he says, I agree with you, Rod. I watched two plays of the Pro Bowl and flipped the channel. NHL All-Star game, not much better. These games are for local fans and kids and players' families, which I don't have a problem with. First, I'm with you, Randy. I did watch the skills competition Friday night in the NHL, and it was a lot of fun. But I was on a plane out here all Saturday afternoon when the NHL All-Star game was, and I didn't feel like I missed anything. Again, it's for the kids. Moose has been saying it for years. Let them have it. Mm -hmm. 
viewer earlier asked if I thought that Connor Bedard should play for the men's Olympic team, and uh, I said, no, it's a man's tournament. He's a teenage boy. The answer is no, despite the highlight real goal he scored Sunday in Calgary. Brady in Saskatoon says, hey, Rod, you're right. Connor's only 16. Owen Power is 19 years old and massive. Plus, he's played for Michigan in the college ranks, playing against men. On this last... On this day last year, Tom and the Bucks won the Super Bowl at home in Tampa. As well on this day last year, Sarah Thomas became the first woman to referee in a Super Bowl. Thank you, Brady, for the historical perspective. Moose, you spent more time at the NFL Experience yesterday than I did. Um, I drove by it. I was around it. I didn't spend hardly any time inside it. I saw Dan Fouts there, which is cool. The Chargers, great. But you spent more time. Yeah, autograph signings were going on. Um, got a little tour around. Um, it's it's the fan experience, right? So you get to see a lot of a lot of picture taking opportunities with the big helmets of your favorite team, or mm. you could get into the Derrick Henry body, you know, put your head in the silhouette thingy, um, and Tom Brady's locker. You see, and there was some stuff to buy. Um, there was a chance to run forty yard dashes against your favorite NFL players. You could do the bench press. There was stages to accept the Lombardi Trophy, like you were on stage. That was cool. Huge line for that. Um, there was a simulation where you could uh, experience what it's like to be drafted on stage at the NFL draft. Somebody announcing that. I didn't see that one. Drafted first overall, Rod Peterson. You walk on stage. Should have happened. That's cool. Um, and then I How went into the that? pro shop, and that's we got some of the souvenirs uh, and stuff, the bobblehead and whatnot. So it was, it's a cool experience. Very, um, you know, breathtaking, the, the sights and the sounds. And you wonder, you know, where that stuff. I'm sitting there the whole time watching, and it's like it may, giving me inspiration, right? For what we do on our events. 20 bucks to get in. Yeah. Very, Love it. Very cheap. Uh, Greg Sawatsky writes in, surfing in L.A. is dangerous, not because of the sharks or anything. You got to watch out for the broken needles in the sand. Mm. One minute. One minute of play remaining in the RP show. To that, I would say don't surf in shallow water. Ryan in New York says, if you're in an NLL city and the Georgia Swarm come to your town, buy a ticket. I watched them play Albany on Saturday. And the Swarm's Lyle Thompson is just unreal. Uh, it's the fastest two hours in sports. There's no two ways about that. We'll be back here tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific for day two. What up? Oh, any last uh, words, Moose? Oh, boy. No, not, not really. It's just trying to... I, I was saying to you in the break, I like this time slot. 9 to 11 Pacific. We got, we got all the, day. We got all day. It's going to be fantastic. Who's on tomorrow, Moose? Or uh, Clark, sorry. Oh, only Warren Moon and Jarrett Stoll. That's it. Deal. Tomorrow. Great job, Clark. We'll see you all noon Eastern here on Game Plus. I never told you to shut up. <laughs> well, a couple times. Yeah. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.